Welcome to Couch to Coach, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. And we are live. Again? Again. Episode 14. Racking them up now. Is that how many it is? Yeah, this is episode 14. Well, 15 if you, ca- if you count the Christmas special, but that's not really an episode. Well, and it's 16 if you count the, the failed attempt with Adam. <laughs> yeah, the name failed <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I didn't think I'd uh, I'd be doing it for this long, to be fair. Oh, yeah, well, after, after a couple, people will be like, oh, we've had enough of you now, sure. <laughs> it's good. It's still, it's still living strong. I still look forward to it on a Thursday. Yeah, me too, me too. I'm having a nightmare with me, uh, me tech this, 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 today, though, with the... Uh, the camera's not working. The headphones aren't working. So if I do sound a bit dodgy, I do apologise. So the thing is, uh, it's quite off-putting because I can't see Rob on the camera. Um, what I can see is his flying feet, his <laughs> running pose. And it looks... Is that from Stafford? No, that was... Uh, that was Rugely. Is that Rugely? Yeah. So, yeah, I can just see a picture of Rob's famous pose. I'm gonna do, we're going to have to do a reel of Rob's famous pose one day. Yeah, I was saw, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I saw Jackie Bailey on Sunday. She did Stafford off with us. Yeah. And uh, she was talking about their pose. They do the bat. And I said, well, mine's different because mine, my thumbs are up and my arms are fully stretched. I am like an albatross. That's my pose. So it's his <laughs> stone marathon masters. He's a yeah. bat. Yeah, the bat, yeah. Same All of the running bat. clubs around your place seem to have um, animals. What we've got? Yeah. We've got, we got the bat and stone marathon masters, gators and alligator, we're, naturally. We're stoke fit aren't anything, I don't think. Well, you're making them albatrosses. Yeah, yeah, we'll be known as the albatrosses. The albatrosses. <laughs> um, go on, then. Let's, let's not k- k- beat around the bush for too much longer. Stafford off. Stafford off. Stafford as you, off. As you can probably tell by my voice, I'm rather excited by this. Stafford off. So, Stafford off was at the weekend. It was on Sunday. It was on Sunday. And for those of you that uh, don't follow Rob on Instagram, Facebook, or us, yeah. what, what happened? On Strava. Um, so, it's been a long-term ambition of mine. When I started running about 18 months, two years ago, to run a sub two hour half marathon. I've come close. I got two hours six at last year's Stafford R. That was the closest, that was my PB. So I was all up for it and I thought to myself, well, I'm going to go for it. I had people there supporting me. Don't forget members were there. Dave Wallace, I am literally going to be dedicating this podcast episode to Dave Wallace because he paced me to perfection and I got one hour, 59 in four seconds. So I didn't just get under two hours. I'm going to say it. I smashed it. <laughs> that is incredible. That is, yeah. I'll allow you to insert a clapping jingle in this section. <laughs> Leave a little space. There it is. One hour um, 59. Um, that's incredible. That is incredible. 20-something really... seconds away to start. I think it was 24 seconds off last year, which... For me, and I'd I, I say dedicate the whole episode to Dave Wallace. He got me through. He paced me to perfection. And all the way around, he was talking to me. And he was saying really motivational stuff, saying things like, this has never been heard of. This is amazing. You're doing really well. You're not going to smash two hours. You're, gonna, you're not going to do under two hours. You're going to smash it. And I nearly give up. I must admit. Um, well, I say nearly give up. I was, I was editing two minds in my head about rack. I need to stop. I need to slow the pace down. Jody Hertzberg, John, another shout out to Jody. That was her second half marathon. She ran with us for about, I think it was about six and a half, seven miles, so halfway there. Did she finish? She finished, yeah. She absolutely Fantastic, because she, she messaged on, um, I think it was in the week, the Thursday yeah. or something, asking whether her and her friend should do it, and I tried to pass yeah. on some advice. I'm really pleased that she did that. Yeah, so she came and she ran with us, So because she was on her own. She, I think she came with a boyfriend and she came with her in-laws, but she couldn't run with her friend. Her friend was injured. Yeah, because I told her, but she asked about her friend, and I said it's probably wise that she doesn't, to be fair. So I'm really yeah. pleased for Jodie there. That's well done, well done. She met with us, met me and Dave at 
the start line. He stood behind the two-hour pacer. All the way around, we had the two-hour paces in his sight. Unfortunately, Jodie had to pull back a little bit. I think that was probably the best decision for Jodie because otherwise she said that she probably wouldn't have finished. Yeah. Me and Dave, we carried on um, trying to mince out them nine nine-minute miles. Some were over, some were under. But yeah, one hour, 59 and four seconds. And I'm like, now I'm, I'm still budding. It's Thursday and I'm still, I keep thinking to myself, I've done. I've done it now. I can retire. Did you, <laughs> did you cry when you finished? I did not cry. I did you not. Did I didn't cry. I didn't That's why your camera's not on because you haven't stopped crying <laughs> since. I didn't have any energy. Literally, across the finish line, and I can remember crossing the finish line. In the gun time, it was two hours one. And Dave was like, don't, just ignore that. Don't don't worry about that. We, we're, we're, we're well in one to two hours. <laughs> Did he go and alter the clocks? <laughs> yeah. And he literally, I went across the finish line. I was just about to like lean over. And I, nearly, and, well, I didn't fall, but I was going to lie. I was going to like lie on the floor. But he grabbed me from behind and said, don't sit down and pull me back up again. Um, so, yeah, it was it was an absolutely amazing experience. Um, Stafford Off is a really good run event, well run event. Um mm. The, the, the support is absolutely amazing. The marshals are really good as well, really encouraging. People ringing bells, banging drums and all sorts all the way around, really well organised. And then just Stafford on a normal weekend. <laughs> yeah. The problem was we got at the end, and because um, I finished with an average time, I would say, two just under two hours, I thought it was pretty average, and went to get my T-shirt, and they didn't have any any medium, any large, or any, no, any medium or any large or any extra large, because I wanted extra large, so I had to take a double XL uh, T-shirt, which was a bit gutting, so I've emailed them, and they're, they're actually doing really well, and they've said that they're going to send out the, 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 the sizes that people want. So if people are listening to this and they haven't had an email from them, do get in contact with them, because they've emailed me back and said that they're going to try and get everybody's sizes. That's good. That's good. And, yeah, I, I, I kind of... Uh, I wouldn't say threatened them. <laughs> I offered them the opportunity to come onto the podcast and explain to their listeners why <laughs> all their sizes. Um, I gave them feedback because, I, I, like I say, the positive feedback, it, it was absolutely amazing. It was really well run. Um, and it was cups of water, which is a bit disappointing, which I, I understand the reasons for cups of water uh, going around there um, rather than bottles because of the mess that bottles make and all the plastic and everything. But but yeah, yeah. All in all, it was an amazing weekend. The, I was really nervous, really, really nervous because I'm bigging myself up on this podcast, thinking to myself, "What if I don't actually do it now? What if I don't do? It? I can't go on the podcast on Thursday if I don't do it." And that's what spurred me on. I think I've got to about mile, mile ten, and I've never ever said this to myself, but I can remember saying to myself, and I, I can say it out loud. But, Dave, if I did say this out loud, and I'm not sure if I did, tell me if I did. I said, come on, silly tell. I said it to myself. I've never said that to myself before at all. Talking to yourself. Yeah, and Dave was like, I'll to talk be fair, to you. Though, it's, it's, there's some, there's some bit thin in that. There's, there's a lot of people that would probably say they have a bit of a running mantra. Yeah. Like, I do. I, I, ever since I've read the book, How Bad Do You Want It? I, can, I say that mm. over and over to myself. And there's, there's times when you are running, you've got to, you have got to, you know, have a, give yourself a bit of a pep talk. So yeah. maybe come on silly toes, the, uh, the, the new mantra that you've yeah. got. Well, I've, never, I've, never, I've never referred to myself as silly toe. It's normally just, come on, Rob. But I, I actually thought, I said to myself, come on, silly toe. Dave was talking to me all the way around and said to me, tell me if you want me to shut up. I said, no, don't. Just don't expect me to answer back <laughs> when he was talking. Um, so, yeah. This, so what time does Dave normally do for half marathon? And if he-, he was saying to me before the marathon, uh, before the half marathon, I think he averages when he does it. I think he got one hour 58. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. I don't know. I can't remember what he said, but I think he one hour 58, one hour 59. So I think he was, yeah. I think that's similar time that he would normally get. I might be wrong, completely wrong there, but... Yeah, I'm not sure what his PB is, but honestly, I owe the whole thing to Dave. He was he was amazing, absolutely amazing. All the Stoke Fit crew are really, really good. I ran with Dave before I ran the Great North Run with Dave um, last year, and we ran together for the first, I think it was six or seven mile, and then he pulled off because I was um, slowing him down. So he went and and he went, and I couldn't remember what hour, what I think he got two hours seven something like that but yeah it was it was amazing 
Fair play. I'm proud of you. You've done well. Yeah. You've yeah. done I'm well. I'm proud of myself. Really proud of myself. Well, I haven't stopped smiling since then. Put a load of effort into a good good ambition yeah. to get under two hours. Yeah. Do you, you, what, what's next? What's I don't next? know. That's the thing. It's like, what now? What do, what, what do I want to do next? And I, I was thinking to myself, do I let the listeners decide? But then I'll probably get some really silly ideas. <laughs> if anybody's got any really good ideas... It'll be me uh, creating loads of fake Instagram accounts to tell, <laughs> tell Rob what he should be doing next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has got any good ideas about what my... Well, I suppose my next goal is NSRRA. Um, but it's nice to have like no stash roadrunners. No stash roadrunners. Yeah, it's nice to have uh, like a goal for a race. Into I want to get under twenty five minutes for five k. I've done that now. Yeah, I want, yeah. I think I didn't quite get under fifty minutes for ten k. So I think that might be my next one. Yeah, and then I wanted two out under two hours for a half. So. I mean, I'd like to see you try and attack a few of the faster ones. I think yeah. if we can if we can get your legs going a bit quicker in some of the faster ones, that's only going to translate into some good times in your half marathons as well. So I think you've. I mean, look, when when you first contacted me for London, yeah. and you you sort of said you know sub two hours was one of your ambitions, and we started this podcast in November. You know, remembering back to when that first episode and you'd done zero miles from London up to the first episode. Yeah. What you certainly have done is is put in a good level of consistency. Yeah. Like a, a proper good level. I'm looking at your training peaks now because we're going to talk about your training a little bit uh, later in the show, as we always do. But, I mean, you've put in some good long runs. I yeah. mean, you have on a, on a weekend sort of long run, you know, you, I mean, and long runs we've said in the past is relative to the individual, but yeah. you don't run shorter than sort of six to seven miles. Yeah. And, you know, a good few times you've gone up to 10. Yeah. Um, we've got a really good range of easy running and consistently, like your weekly mileage has been really good. It's been, it's been solid. It's, it's yeah. really good. Like, I think that, that's all testament to the fact that you do put in the work. And I think, you've you've remained consistent and you've tried some new stuff in terms of the workouts and you do yeah. you know i've seen you racing well i've seen the last bits of your races you do dig in you do like you have got a lot of determination there so yeah. it's really good i think there's plenty more to achieve though yeah there is and, and, and i think this is it. i think this is really a start i suppose it's it the start of the podcast was November, and I, and I feel like I, I have improved since November. I've, I've obviously improved over the last at least twelve months because of the, the because of what I've just achieved at the Stafford Off. But mm. I think I do want to get faster. Mm. They're not so shorter distances. I think five k. I'm, I'm getting there with it, but I think like the, the consistency for ten k and fifteen k and and, and the, the races that are in the North Staff Road races, trying to get a good time at them is something that I'm really looking at. Um, and, and and pushing on with half marathons as well. If I can get any less than one fifty nine, it's a it's a it's a an achievable target. That I think I can do. Um, so this time next year, I could be one hour twenty like you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Well, you put something on Instagram or Face. Oh, it was on Facebook, wasn't it, about um, yeah. your time? And one of the guys I know from Northampton, uh, Joe Shirley, he he messaged because I, I did a post which I do most weeks about people that I'm coaching that have done races, sort of congratulating them and stuff. And he messaged. He's put a bold prediction in that you're going to be sub one thirty. <laughs> And then what was my response? I said, no, I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> but look, I mean, it's not, it's, joking aside, it's not, uh, it's not unrealistic to think that you can make decent strides and actually getting the training right and mm. doing a lot of variety. You could start to just hit a bit of a sweet spot with your training and you could see yeah. minute, minutes coming off. Yeah. Um, it, the, you know, it's it's just all about what you, you get out of it, what you put in, really. Yeah. Um, and you're doing two of the main basics, right? That's consistency and variety. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we've been consistent and we've put some variety in, but there's there's probably a little bit to be said, if truth be told, that you could told that you could be 
a little bit more consistent to some extent. Yeah. Um, not necessarily in the fact that you don't go out running, but if we can get a real routine with the weekends, um, obviously get your long runs in. It's, that's the challenging part. I'd like you to take your long runs a bit longer yeah. each weekend, but it is what it is. We. This is why you have your coaching plan for you so you can get it done around family life and that's what anyone should do really when they're hiring a coach or getting a coach is to try and sit down and work out a plan but there's there is room for improvement in your sort of weekly training cycles yeah yeah there there is there is and i I agree with you i suppose i am enjoying running and that's the one thing which that's good isn't it yeah i want to keep at as well i don't want to push myself too much where it's a bit of a chore to go out but before doing the podcast, I've been out for 45 minutes. It's supposed to be an hour, but Laura's gone out, so I've had to come back early. Um, but you've kind of done it. But I've done it, yeah, I've enjoyed it, and it's not like it's a chore, yeah. whereas if I was... I know London well, Marathon training wasn't a chore, but there were times where it, was, it came a bit like, oh, I've got to go out, and it feels like oh, I've gone, I didn't want to go out and push myself. I always felt better after, which I think every, uh, most people do. It's the thought of going out rather than actually doing it that most people are... Uh, or worrying about but absolutely i think you're right i think there is there's, there is more for me to give um I mean, I mean i think one thing that's definitely um again looking at your training peaks account now one of the things that you can definitely sort of look at is we've been doing workout of the week now for probably the last three or four weeks i'm looking at your training peaks calendar um and i have to go back to uh yeah, the week the week that was what's that week? Yeah, I have to go back to the thirtieth of January. We're now in March as to last didn't do a session. So actually yeah. it was the week before that, so the the twenty third um of of December. Yeah. Christmas week really. Um the twenty third of January, sorry, getting my dates mixed up. The week commencing the twenty third of January was the last week where you didn't do a hard effort like a hard yeah. mission yeah so you've you've got a good one two three four five six you've got a good six weeks worth of not only consistency but variety in the sessions and it's the session yeah. that make you quicker it's it's those quality sessions that you can get in the week that are going to drive your your times down um, and i think that's one of the things if if any of the listeners are thinking what's rob been doing consistency and challenging his body to try and promote that faster leg turnover that faster speed the speed endurance and i think that's the key to everything we said it right at the first episode consistency and variety yeah yeah and i, and I do enjoy the, the the variety like we've already talked about on the last couple of podcasts i do enjoy you might not enjoy tomorrow's session <laughs> we'll come on to that in a bit <laughs> But no, Rob, look, I, I'm really, really happy for you. I think you've put in a, a great amount of work. It's lovely to get a PB. It's lovely to hear you get a PB. Two PBs in two weeks from the two of us. I know, yeah. It's it's nice, isn't it? I think it we, we, we're we doing something right, and that's good, and we're yeah. enjoying our running. So yeah. hats off to you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Good stuff. <laughs> Should we have a look at Strava? Yeah, let's have a look at Strava League. Um, I've looked at the Strava League. Um, you're the one that announces it, so I'm going to let you announce it, but I'm delighted. <laughs> so this last week we were talking about a, a, a Mr. David Morton who was trying to get top of the Strava League award. He did very well and got there. Has he run this week? <laughs> well, last week, let's have a look at last week. So from last uh, Monday to Sunday. You have a look at that. I'm just going to see if Dave's ran this week. <laughs> we are. Whilst, whilst you're getting that up. We've got Alicia Gilbert in third place. Well done, Alicia. 56.8 miles. I think she's injured. I think she, she was one of the paces at um, Stafford. And I think she's injured herself. Oh, um, no. So get well soon, Alicia. Dave Morton's there. He did 62.3 miles. He was after getting 100K. Um, and I think he achieved that. That's unbelievable. So the, lad, can... the lad has gone, right? He's gone big. He's gone 62 miles. To put this into perspective for Dave, um, and we, we gave him a bit of a ribbon joking last week. <laughs> to put this into perspective, this year on Strava, Dave has ran 178 miles. 
this year, right? <laughs> you ran 62 of them last week. <laughs> That's like a third of all that he's done a third in the last week. Oh, dear. Dave, Dave, Dave. Spoiler <laughs> he alert. He, he hasn't, he hasn't run this week. <laughs> it's Thursday. He he's, he's, himself. He, he, Oh, Dave. Dave, you need a coach, Dave. Dave. <laughs> I'll send you my details, Dave. Go <laughs> on. Scott is um, the geezer from New Zealand, Sean Moynihan. Top Reclaiming man. that top spot was 70.1 miles. Well done, Sean. It's good. So well done, Alicia. Well done, Dave. And well done, Sean. This week, um, in third, it's not Dave Morton. We've established that. <laughs> It's uh, Sean Moynihan, so geezer from New Zealand, 22.2 miles, so he's coming in third. Second spot is Nicola Lee. She got 31.8 miles. Well done, Nicola. Has Nicola been in top three before? I think she has. I think she was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. In top spot, well done, our mate, Andy Torbeat, 34.9 miles. We know Andy from the North Staff Road Raiders. We met him a couple of times. He's training. I think he's doing Manchester Marathon soon. So Silverdale, well he is Silverdale. Yeah. So well I mean, the thing done. I would say with Andy, Andy, well done. Like the thing I would say with Andy, if you, again, if you look at his Strava, he's built up. He's built up really well. This is a man that knows what he's doing. I think. <laughs> have a word with Dave, Andy. <laughs> have, Dave, have a word with Andy. He's he's built up from the week commencing the 16th of January, gone from four miles up to 14 to 18 to 20. He's really built up, yeah. up to his like 36 miles, which seems to be where he's sort of going to stay now for a little bit. So yeah. I would, I would expect to see, see Andy on this leaderboard a bit more on yeah. a Thursday, because if he's built himself up and he's, he's holding his mileage well and he's, Clearly got some consistency. Andy, contact Dave, mate. <laughs> Tell him I'll do it. Well, he did yesterday, Andy Torby. He did uh, 20, 20.1 miles yesterday uh, at a pace of 9.47. So the first mile was ran. That was brutal. But he's he's done really, really well. Must be um, his first 20 miler in his training block then. Yeah, I think, he's training, I think he's doing night and on Sunday. Uh, spoiler alert, I think I'm not going to do night. And so people in group F... And just to let you know, you've got nothing to worry about. I won't be breathing down your necks. Although I probably won't be anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Strava League. Looking good again. We've still got 60, we've got 62 runners now. We've got 478 total club miles this week. 96 activities. We're putting on things on there. So, just to let you know as well, we are on now on YouTube. So, the videos are on there. So, if you want to have a look and put a face to the names and face to the voices, you can have... I watch the YouTube videos. We put Adam Burge's videos on there, um, and we are sharing. I, well, I say we. I'm sharing them on TikTok. Yeah, trying to build up the followers on TikTok as well, and we do put posts on um, Strava. So we put things out like workout of the week. So if you fancy doing what I do as a workout of the week, you can have a go yourself. So yeah, that's Strava League. It's progressed nicely, hasn't it? Really. Yeah. Little little uh, pipeline dream we had at the start, and now we've got yeah. sixty-two runners completing yeah. activities daily, and nice little community on there. It's cracking. Yeah, it is. It is. You, you, you see, I saw people at Strava. Strava. it off. Um, people that are in the group who listen to the podcast to I felt like a bit of a minor celebrity. Saw Jackie Bailey there with a with a, a Stoke Mar- Stoke Master Marathoners crew. Had a photo with them. So, yeah, it was really good. Did they ask where I was? They didn't. They did. Well, somebody, yeah, they actually, they did. Somebody did. Somebody, actually, somebody said they saw you. There's a Harley. I'm sure hey. I saw Ben. I said, well, I don't think he's here. <laughs> he I, I was. I was there. <laughs> you were watching. I was keeping there. Keeping an eye on us. Keeping an eye on him. I've got a video. <laughs> I'm going to tell Rob what he, what he should have done to get closer to 145 next time. Yeah. <laughs> he said to me, oh, I've seen Ben. I was like, oh, yeah, you've done well. I haven't seen him. No. He's been him as far as I well. The next time you'll see me is crew. Crew 10K. I'm working towards it. I'm training well. Crew 10K. I'll be there. When's your next half? You've got a Birmingham half, have you? No, I've got crew first. Oh, uh, so crew's in about three weeks, isn't it? And then I've got yeah. uh, April the 9th, I think crew is. 
yeah. was that race yeah, number Easter. race four race number four yeah race number four of the league um so i'll be there for that um and then i got birmingham in may 7th oh. of may so a month later yeah. um going to try and get rid of those 45 seconds to dip under 80 minutes but we'll see we'll yeah, see I'm sure you'll get that. Uh, we, we can we can dream eh? we can dream so last week you made you know you didn't you haven't just threatened uh, Stafford half marathon <laughs> you actually threatened the listeners I did I didn't threaten the listeners if you listen back to episode 13, just to find out, Rob did actually threaten you all um, and said... It worked. It, it did. He said, uh-huh. if we don't get any questions, we'll, we'll have to bin off this section of the show. Next thing you know, we had three questions. <laughs> but we have decided, due to popular de- feedback, popular yeah. demand feedback that we had, yeah. we want to keep the, the episodes to under an hour because that, that seems to be quite well received. So we're going to keep this, the questions back, and we're going to do one a week. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes complete sense to me, and it it, it it allows us to explore the question a little bit more as well, rather than thinking, "Oh, we've got another question yeah. to answer." Yeah, there might be times where we think to ourselves, "Well, they are closely linked," so we might put two questions together, or it might be that we do a long episode one time, or we do, or we might just do an episode of questions if we get that many questions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we've got the one question it's yeah. from Jason Dr- Jason Spinks. He's a followers um, on Instagram. I think he's a, a local runner. Yeah. It um, says, "Hi, Robin Ben. Question for the podcast: Would you have any advice for a rather stupid man? His words, not mine. Who, when left unsupervised by his wife, signed up for a seven-hour seven-hour running event in November." I love it. Format is to run as many 6.6 mile laps as you can in the seven hour limit. I'm currently trying to build some consistency after coming back from injury. Any tips will be greatly appreciated. Cheers, Jason. I love Rather it. A stupid man. It sounds like a great. No, I, I don't know what the race is, but I want to know what the race is. There's quite a few of these types of races, and I've seen them pop up all over. I, I almost. I almost entered one. Um, it's similar to the one I entered. Remember when I was talking to you about Thunder Run? Yeah. It sounds similar to that, although that's cancelled this year, so unfortunately I can't do it. Yeah, I think they're popular. So it's this one's to run as many 6.6-mile laps as you can in the seven-hour time limit. So you've got to think of the strategy if you've got to try and run as many as possible what sort of, i mean it's difficult to answer the question in terms of what sort of pace you're going because if you're going to run your 6.6 mile laps at your standard sort of race pace the chances are you ain't going to be able to run your second 6.6 mile lap effectively um i mean you're you're looking at 10k and most people i think sort of doing it just over 10k that it, it's going to take people sort of roughly around about an hour, yeah. potentially. Are you continually going to be running? How much rest are you going to be giving yourself? So at some point, you've got to think to yourself, is it worth going quick enough to finish, let's say, you, you're just over 10K in 50 minutes? Yeah. To give yourself a 10-minute chance to pop to the loo, have a sit down, have a stretch, take on some liquid, take on some food, or are you going to continuously run, you know, as many laps as you can within that seven hours, which means probably running nonstop. And then you're almost turning that into a, you know, an ultra event where you're running more than a marathon in one go type thing. It's a really tricky one. I don't know about strategy for that, Rob. What do you think? Just to just to just to say, he is he's from Devon, so he's not a local runner. He's from Clumpton in Devon. I've just been looking at his Strava. I don't think he's done that many miles. Looking at his Strava since January, he's only averaging he's done eight miles, three miles, three miles. So it is going to be a big unless he's a, a proficient runner beforehand. It's going to be a big step up for him. Yeah, I mean, he has, what... got, until, he has got until November, and I think my my bet between now and November. Um, Jason would be to get yourself as much time on feet as you yeah. possibly can. Now, if you're training for an ultra event, it's not 
you, you're not training for pace necessarily. It's time on feet, regardless of that, you know, pace that you're going to be going and regardless of the distance of each lap, you're going to get more miles in by basically being on your feet for as much of the seven hours as you possibly can. Yeah. So your mission between now and November, um, if your wife allows it, <laughs> is probably be going out and doing some serious long runs and they don't even have to be runs treks i mean the good thing is you could probably if she's into it take your wife out with you and you could be spend some you know sunday afternoons walking in the summer out mm. for five six hours if you've got a canal path something like that nature reserve get yourself around it because yeah. training has got to be time on your feet and practice i was gonna say i was, I was gonna say that i think walking would be really good because there might be by the time you've done like 6.6 miles, 6.6 miles, 6.6 miles, 6.6 miles. You might be thinking to yourself, all I can do is walk. And walking might be in all that you can do and is, is good enough. So yeah. getting, like you say, time on your feet. Uh, and, and I used to, when I was training for London, not as much as I, as, as I wanted to, but I would, would want to go for walks and take the dog for a walk and take him for a, 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 quite a long walk just to get time on my feet. So I think that's a really good suggestion. Yeah, I think... Um time on feet walking if you've got a dog out with the dog out with the family doing what you can to make that as interesting as possible because those long runs and those walks and spending that much time on your feet can be quite difficult the hardest thing about a marathon isn't for me the actual marathon itself it's the training it's quite a lonely game um so you're trying to come back from injury so you're going to need to get consistency so if you have got like a local running club you can join to help you with some support you might find people doing similar things a lot of people train for marathons in the autumn so you might be able to tag onto a marathon training group Um, you're going to need to spend time on your feet practice fueling make sure you've got comfy trainers and a few pairs that you get through make sure that you do it now don't don't whatever you do, Jason, think to yourself, like, I've, I'm, I've got till November. I'm going to start in, I don't know, uh, I don't, I'm going to start in July because it, that's going to be too late. You need to get this mileage in now to give you the best opportunity to prevent injury. And also, um, you're probably going to need to do a fair bit of strength work. Your, your muscles are going to need to go for a real endurance battle yeah. through those seven hours so you want to start getting lots of body weight squats in um into the gym if you've got a gym membership and getting a bar on your shoulders um just you've got to really be disciplined i think with this um if you want any personalized advice jason then obviously feel free to email us or uh get in contact and we can have a chat but time on your feet and strength is is for me i think the key for this one I suppose it's it's up to it's up to him how how much he wants to do as well. So you've got six point six miles, like I say, that's like six near enough ten k. If it's an hour, you're looking at max minimum that you're going maximum that you're going to do is seven laps, maybe five with a bit of a break in between, uh, maybe a bit of walking as well. So it's all about how much you want to do and don't pressurize yourself to actually do more than you actually can and you don't want to rush yourself back because you've just you're just coming back from injury you don't want to get to november and you'll be injured again i think take your time with it but start now yeah it's 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 one of the biggest mistakes i think people make not mistakes i think it, it it's probably for some people it's probably a lack of experience um not being disrespectful when i say this they pencil in a race um, and they start their training too late and it creeps up on them and all of a sudden they panic and they go out for a long run and and look, we joked about Dave um, racking up 62 miles last week. He wasn't doing it because he was panicking. He was doing it for a bit of fun to get on the Strava leaderboard, but you can see the effects of it. He's put 62 miles in a week from pretty much going from nothing up to that. And for whatever reason, um, this week he's not run. It could be that he's tired, he's fatigued, he's picked up an injury, he's lost a bit of motivation because you can go through something and it's a genuine thing called overtraining. And I did some of that time. I tried exactly. to stop the travel leaderboard. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't affect you. Overtraining isn't you've overtrained or have a rest. It's it affects your mood, it affects your mm. mental health, it affects your fatigue, it, it affects your muscles. It affects a lot of things. Some things that you don't even know are happening. Um, 
So just be cautious with it and build yourself up nicely. Take Andy Torbett's example, build your mileage up, find out what your sweet spot is and then stick at that for a, a good period of time and put your consistency and your variety in. But I wish you all the best with it because that's a really good challenge. Mm. Um, we'd like to hear from you as well. If you are going through your training, keep us updated as to how it's going. And obviously, when you get to November, reach out to us to let us know how you got on. Yeah. Yeah, and let us know what the actual race is as well. It sounds like a really interesting race for people. If we've got people and listening in Devon, I'm presuming it's that way, um, that you might want to sign up for it as well and give Jason a bit of, a bit of motivation as well. I mean, Rob's asked for what his next challenge is. Rob could be joining you. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Listeners, don't get any ideas. <laughs> well, yeah, please, please let us know um, what this uh, what this challenge is, if you don't mind. Because I think, uh, Jason, you could have some company. Um, <laughs> I'll pay Rob's travel expenses. <laughs> <laughs> if you pay my travel expenses, then Jason, Jason can put me up, and then I'll, I'll do it. We're on. I've never been that way. I've never been there. We're on. We're on. Um, Moynihan, if, and that goes to you as well. If you ever want me to come over to New Zealand, just let me know. If, if Ben's going to offer to pay travel expenses, and you're going to put me up. I'll come over whoa, to whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said I'd like you to go to Devon on, on, on the Megabus. I didn't say I was going to fly you to uh, Australia via Emirates. <laughs> but no. That's the question. So if anybody else good question. Got it, it is a really good question. And it, it, when it came through, I was like, we're definitely going to talk about that one. But we have got questions from other people. So if you have sent us a question, we will be answering them. And they will come in and we will answer them when they come in. But if you've got any questions that you want answering, please do send them through. Like I say, if we get opportunity to, we might do an episode where we just answer questions or it might be that we do a couple of questions in each episode. But we are looking at doing one per episode just to keep the time short and expand a little bit more than we normally would on the actual question. Yeah, good stuff. Still to come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Plus also, it's Mother's Day, so if Laura's listening, the reason is it's Mother's Day, so I'm not going to Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day on Sunday, do you know? Oh, no, we didn't know. <laughs> um, Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> uh, I wondered why she gave me a funny look when I offered to take her to Miller and Carter tomorrow night, and I've, I've told her she can pay. <laughs> I should be pa- right. I'll, I'll get me. Um, I'll get my business card out and call it a business meeting. <laughs> the Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto download. Our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running. We're two normal guys that live normal lives, and although our following is growing, we rely on you, the listeners, to get the word out there about this show. So please, whilst you're listening, remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings. Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coached over on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. So going back to Stafford Hall, we have, back by popular demand again, we have another poem. So we've got Angel Morton with another poem. Let's have a listen. Poets Corner. Welcome to Poets Corner. My name's Andrew Morton. This is my latest poem, written after Stafford Half, and it's about a Couch to 5K group that I've supported to do a half marathon. Back in April 2022, we started a Couch to 5K, and who knew that in less than a year we'd be stood here, side by side at Stafford, and raising a cheer. We've trained very hard, week in and week out. I can't say it's been easy, but that's what it's about. We've had some tangents and even some tears, but we're friends in training and we've conquered our fears. Out in all weathers, no matter what, rain, snow and ice, we've had the lot. But now we're all here, waiting to start. Nerves are normal, but you know in your heart, you're more than ready to tackle 13 miles and cross that line, wearing those smiles. Believe in yourselves, as I do you. You've got this, guys. You know it's true. 
as we cross the line. I hope you had fun. I might shed a tear as my work here is done. Wear your medals with absolute pride. Your legs might be hurting, but you know inside that after a bath and a large glass of gin, you'll feel more human and you can begin to think about our next challenge and what comes next. There can be no slacking or time to rest. Turn up at club, but don't have your tea. You'll be pleased to know the chips are on me. So there you go. So it talks to us about the fit members that have gone from couch to 5k from 5k to 10k from 10k to half marathon and i saw them all um that did the half marathon and they all did really really well um they were all knackered at the end of it which you expect but shout out to ray shout out to Ange, shout out to all the stoke fit members that have done the half marathon um you've done really really well and What's the next challenge for you guys? I'm out enjoying the challenge with you. <laughs> I mean, it's really good because I remember when Ange won the competition that we set right yeah. back in episode two oh, or yeah, so course, yeah. um, to basically win a... Uh, yeah, she was lucky, were not she? Got a phone call with me. What more <laughs> could you want? Dodgy brummy lad. Um, we had a chat and... I really enjoyed speaking to Ange about her work with the Couch to 5K group and she talked yeah. about progressing it to 10K and it was back then that she talked about the half marathon yeah. and I'd like to, you know, say well done to Ange because what part of the discussion was that she was quite selfless in what she did for the, the, the group in terms of having to sacrifice her own running at times to make sure mm-hmm. that people were progressing and it's, it's absolutely great that she's put that dedication in and everybody in the group um has achieved their targets so i'm really pleased for all of them but everybody's sort of pulled together and you know Angela's hard work's been repaid and there's nothing better than when you are coaching somebody or helping somebody to meet a target and they do it um and and just really um done wonders with that group so I'd, i would be interested to see what the next challenge is definitely it's good yeah. stuff yeah i think the only the only person that didn't actually do the half marathon i think she's going to do it at, at another time is dorian so i think dorian was injured so unfortunately i think dorian didn't do the half marathon but she was there she she was taking pictures she was shouting as well how nice is that as well like yeah. You must be so disappointed, Dorian, if you were training for it and couldn't do it because of injury. But you're going and supporting your club members to to resort. That I mean, that's that's what's so good about Stoke Fit, isn't it? Really, yeah. like yeah. um, it how supportive it is. And I've seen that in just the one time that I've been over to Alsace. Yeah. I saw it, um, and obviously the community that you've got on the Facebook group and stuff. It's great to read, and it's great to see when you're at the races. And yeah. I can't wait for crew to come and see it again. Well, that was like with Dave. I never keep going back to Dave, and and he is the absolute legend that I said that he was. Um, he just reached out to me, heard the he listened to the podcast, and said to her, I believe he tried to get under two hours. Do you fancy some company? And he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to say, right, I'll get you, I'll get you through for two hours. No, and he was messaging us both on Sunday afternoon. He was really proud yeah. of you. And, and, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. good. It was good stuff. It was. Uh, I mean, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I think sometimes you can, you need a bit of company on a run, and yeah. to have somebody to 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 reach out to and give you that support's great. And I think that's the best thing about running clubs is that you can just get such a supportive environment, um, and everybody wants everybody to do well. Really, it's, yeah. it's such a it's such a a rewarding experience when you can get a PB and you can help somebody to achieve their targets as well. Yes, that with Jody as well. At the end, we went back and I could only, I didn't must have for many because I was absolutely shattered. I put everything into it. So I went back and because obviously Jody was running with us and she had to pull back. I went out and we mustered with her and brought her back in. And she said after that's what really drove me on, knowing that you were going to come back for me and that we were going to, Pushed me through it, and, and she got she got to, I think it was two hours seven. So for a second half marathon, she's done really really well. So well yeah. done, Judy as well. Yeah, it's cracking. Well done to everyone that did Stafford, and yeah. um, keep focused on you know enjoy the moments, enjoy the moments, but keep focusing on what your next target is, and obviously keep enjoying your running. And the good if you're not if you've not got a target and you're not enjoying your running, there's nothing wrong with taking a step back from it and, and rediscovering what you run for, and that's it might just be 
to get out in the fresh air as the weather turns a bit nicer. It doesn't always have to be for a race target. Just bear that in mind. Yeah, yeah. There are people out there that don't race, and there are people in Stoke Fit that don't go racing. Um, they just choose to come to Stoke Fit as a club just because yeah. of the, the, the social aspect and running out with other people, and it's it's a, it's a set routine. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree, I agree with that. I think it's not all about PBs. It's nice to get PBs and things, but it's not all about that. It's about just doing what you want to do as a, as a runner. So Yeah, of course. It's good. It's good. Nice little community. Yeah. Um, and... And enjoy the running. That's the main thing. Absolutely. Should we um? Should we should we do a bit of coach reads? Coach reads. So yeah. So every week we're going to be looking. Uh, is he from Runners World again? Might be. <laughs> so every week we're going to look at either a magazine, a book, social media. The last three weeks it's been um, a book. It's been it's been Runnerville magazine. Do you know what the thing yeah. is that annoyed me about this, right? The thing that well, annoyed me about this. I thought to myself, I was having my dinner earlier and I thought, oh God, it's my turn to do coach reads. I better <laughs> find something. So I went onto Facebook, right? And I thought, what's interesting? I don't want I don't want to just pick I've got like ten episodes of Runners World on my shelf here. I can look I could see them now. I don't want to be lazy and just pick something out of Runners World again. <laughs> so I went onto Facebook, started having a read for it. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Clicked on the link. Runners World. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so we Runners World anyway. So yeah, so everyone, we're going to look at something and we're going to read it out. We're going to have a five-minute discussion about it. Um, bit of laughing, a bit of joking, a bit of seriousness as well. So go on then. I, I was I was going to change my mind because, again, I didn't want it to be from Runners World. Like, There's nothing wrong with Runners World, but there's other no, good magazine not. publications. Some of them might be out there. done that before. But I thought, you know what? I like this story, so I'm going to stick with it. So, I'll tell you what it is first, yeah? And then we'll have a chat about it. Go on, then. So, if you've read this before, great discussion. If you haven't, it's about to blow your mind. 79-year-old Oklahoma woman, if you're listening, reach out to us. 79-year-old Oklahoma woman completes 1,000 consecutive 5Ks. Every day, seventy-nine-year-old Oklahoma woman completes one thousand consecutive five Ks. May Dean Herb of Blackgum, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, has now completed her one thousandth daily five K, just two months shy of her eightieth birthday. So before we discuss it. She basically started because she was determined not to let the pandemic stand in the way of her health. No, so it's relatively new then. Yeah. Wow. And she basically decided that she would attempt a goal of running or walking 5K every day for 100 days. And she crushed it. So now she's not stopped and she's on her 1,000th daily 5K. So she thought she was going to do just 10 days and then just kept going. She started marking them off on a calendar, and she's on her third calendar, basically. Wow, absolutely amazing. So five minutes starting now. I don't, I'm just looking. I don't think we've got any listeners in Oklahoma. So if, anybody is, if anybody's listening that knows May, let us know. <laughs> Reach out to us. We have got listeners in America, but nobody by looks of it in Oklahoma. Wow, absolutely amazing. 1,005 Ks. That's like three years' worth nearly, isn't it? Well, it is. Yeah. It was just under three years with. Wow. I think what's in, I mean what's impressive is like I've I don't think I I mean you shouldn't you should you run every day? Probably not. If you're in in the sense of performance, let's have it right in terms of performance, if you're running every single day the body probably doesn't get the optimum amount of time to recover. Previous yeah. episodes of Adam and stuff like that, mm. your body doesn't get enough time to recover and absorb the training. This lady um, who, who's done this challenge, May, she obviously isn't necessarily doing it for performance. You can tell that because, you know, she, she runs or walks 5Ks. But that level of consistency, that level of endurance without obviously by the sounds of it getting injured or that would have stopped her it's yeah. incredible and i think that's just what happens when you pick something like running up yeah and make it a daily habit 
Yeah. It's all about habit. Finding something that's good for you and keep making it a habit, I think it's fantastic. Don't, don't get any ideas, guys. That is not going to be a challenge of mine. I know Steve Jennings, so shout out to Steve. He's a Stoke Fit member. I know. I think he. I think he did 365 days of running. I'm not sure. If it, I think he was at least a mile or two miles a day, and I think he obviously had races in that. But even that blew my mind when he said that he'd done 365 days. But at 79 as well, I know we've talked about this before in the, on past episodes, age does not matter when it comes to running at all because we've got people in North Staff road, road races that are in their 70s, 80s. But 5K a day, yeah. when I do when I do 5K, when I, well, obviously when I, when I go to do part run, you're knackered after you've done that and you think to yourself, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing that every day. I mean, what she says is in the article, it's a lot easier than most people think it is once you start, especially if you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. She says she's afraid that good habits are hard or, or just as hard to break as bad ones, and she can't imagine getting up one morning and not doing a 5K. It's like, I... I think to myself sometimes as well, I wake up and I, I can't be bothered to run. I ain't putting really? my kit on, look out the window, it's raining. You take into account weather conditions, it makes it even more impressive. But I think sometimes we should count ourselves lucky almost that we can actually go out and run. Yeah. yeah. Like, take Ken, for instance. I'm sure he won't mind me saying this. Obviously, Ken said in his interview he absolutely loved his running and his injuries um, stopped him from running. And I think it's sometimes if you are feeling a little bit down in the dumps or you can't run um, and you can't get out there um, and it's it's not, you know, a physical thing stopping you. It's like a just you procrastinating about your run. Just think about all the people that want to be able to run and can't and think about May doing her 5Ks every day. Like, every day. 5K a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> as well as an apple as well as an apple an apple and a 5k keeps the doctor away hopefully um, well, it's, 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 it must be well she's been doing it for nearly three years she started when she was 76 77 so yeah. she must be fit and must be must be an avid runner beforehand but even still to do 5k a day so 3.1 miles a day 3.2 miles a day if you want to be pernickety it's it's it is amazing um and, and, and I think consistency and, and holding yourself accountable, like she said, is the key. Yeah. Not just thinking to yourself, I've got to go out and run. Okay, then today I don't feel as good, so I'll just go out and I'll easy run. Or I don't yeah. feel as good, I'll go out and I'll walk. Yeah, It's about holding yourself accountable and getting yeah. yourself out there. Like I said, sometimes I think to myself, oh, I can't be bothered to go out for a run. But I always feel yeah. a thousand times better when I get back from a run. You do. <laughs> I mean, it's a, this is a nice um, thing to finish on with this subject is in the article it talks about why she does it. She says, I'm not very fast, but I have an inspiration to staying fit. I just sometimes think you should do it for yourself and your family. And when you have a four-year-old grandson, you want to stay young enough to pick him up, run with him, and catch him if he's going in the wrong direction. How wonderful is that? That is. That's amazing. I She's not even thinking, doing it for herself. I can remember thinking that about me, you know, because when I was at my heaviest uh, this time, two and a half years ago, three years ago, when I was like 20-odd stone, I'm not going to go into detail. <laughs> I can remember thinking to myself, well, when Arthur's growing up, um, or Connie wants to go and play cricket or Bradley wants to go and play football or something. I want to be able to play with them and do yeah. it rather than think to myself, well, I can't do that because I can't get around or I'm what about my knees. So, yeah, I can, I can completely appreciate that. Absolutely appreciate that. So, well done, May. If you're listening, give us a shout. Let us know what you're doing now. May from Oklahoma. I'm going to find you on Instagram. I'm going to tag you in the episode and reach out to us. Do you think she'll be on Instagram? Yeah, well, she's doing 5K a day. She's got to, 79 years old on Instagram. She's got, bragging, she's got to be bragging about it somewhere, hasn't she? She's got to be. <laughs> That's what runners are good at, bragging gonna, about doing different things. I'm going to find you, May. I'm going to I'm gonna find you. <laughs> Sounds a bit creepy, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, let's move on. Um, <laughs> and couch to coach. I, um, I said it at the start. It, it's coming, Rob. Workout of the week. Workout of the week. Workout of the week. Um, it's tomorrow. 
So this is the part of the show where we talk about Rob's uh, upcoming training week um, and a little bit about what's happened since Stafford. So since Stafford, we've sort of took it easy, haven't we? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't manage to get out on Monday. Uh, Laura was working late, so I had to... I, I mean, that's, that's probably a good thing. You've put a yeah. really tough effort in. You've just PB'd a half marathon. Yeah. Do you need to run on Monday? No. 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 No, I, 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 I was going to, but then I thought to myself, well, I'll just have a rest. Have and, a rest. And just pick it up again. And I was deaf, I must admit. I tried to do recovery, so I tried to do foam roll, tried to do I did my stretches and things, but I was stiff. So I think it came at a good time that I didn't do it. Um, football on Tuesday. Play football on Tuesday. Yeah, got a bit yeah. angry. Got a bit angry. Play football. <laughs> Go on. Why did you get angry? Shouted at the guys who was on my team because they weren't defending. Are these your mates. Are these your football friends. Football friends. Yeah. So if you're listening, guys, I do apologise. What I'm did you get angry about, Rob? I'm not an angry person, but they, they, they scored. A, the, the opposition scored a goal, and oh, they weren't we defending. He's having a nibble. He's having a nibble. Yeah, there's only three of us. <laughs> Defending, so anyway, moving on. There's only three yeah. of you defending. Don't City play with a back three? Well, yeah, but yeah, I'm not going to go into it. Come on, <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Wednesday wow. was my rest day. No, <laughs> we're still on Tuesday. <laughs> so I got a bit angry because they were just standing there, not running back, not defending, so I got a bit angry and just shouted, which I don't normally do. I norm- I'm normally the guy that encourages people, um, but I did get a bit angry. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, sorry Rob's football friends <laughs> Wednesday was rest day so I didn't do anything Wednesday yesterday yeah. apart from pizza um, and then today it was supposed to be 60 minutes easy but uh, 40, 46 minutes yeah so I did 46 uh-huh. minutes Laura was going out so I had to get back in time for her to go out so I just pace was pace it. was nice uh, yeah yeah nice pace within the range for a nice easy run yeah. Heart yeah. rate 148 average, quite nice. Yeah. Legs yeah. back, your legs back. Yeah, feel good, feel good. Yeah, feel Any good. The better than they were. Um, I, I, I was contemplating doing nighting on um, on Sunday, but I'm not going to now. It's, I think it's too far for me at the moment. I, I'm glad you've said that because I don't, I don't know. I think. Plus, also, it, it's Mother's Day, so if Laura's listening, the reason is it's Mother's Day, so I'm not going to have Mother's Day. There's Mother's Day on Sunday, you know. Oh no, we didn't know. <laughs> um, Sorry, Rachel. Ah, <laughs> uh, I wondered why she gave me a funny look when I offered to take her to Miller and Carter tomorrow night, and I've, I've told her she can pay. <laughs> I should be pa- right. I'll I'll get me um I'll get my business card out and call it a business meeting. <laughs> I'll pay for her if you're listening. I'll, I'll take you for steak dinner. <laughs> Is it really Mother's Day? Yes, it's Mother's Day on Sunday. That's why I'm not doing nighting, really. That's why he's not doing... Yeah, Rob. <laughs> Rob's not doing nighting because it's Mother's Day. Um, right. I'll get, I'll get on to that when this... Yeah. Get on to that tomorrow. So don't put me down for a long run on Monday, on Sunday. No, I mean, look, I think... I'm glad you didn't do nighting because I think, in actual fact, if we look at, you know, what's planned, um, you know, you you did... Um, you did Rougely 10, put a good effort in there. Then you've sort of had two weeks of training and then you've gone into this and you've put a max effort in for your half marathon. And we're now on a bit of a recovery week from that. We'll get the legs turning tomorrow with workout of the week. But then I'm just looking at it now. What the is this? <laughs> <laughs> but then we've got a nice couple of weeks. Are you Are you doing crew? Yes. So we'll drop crew in there just so I know that you're doing crew. Um, but what we've got now is you've had your you've had your sort of chance to recover this week. We're going to get the legs turning again. Um, turning? That's not bloody turning. That's on fire. We're going to get the legs turning a bit. I'll talk to you about the workout in a minute. Then we're going to put a good couple of weeks worth of um, training together before we go to crew. So I think Knighton would have just got in the way, Rob. Yeah. So should we have a look at workout of the week? Yeah, I'm looking. So, workout of the week is Rob's one weekly session, supplemented by his football. If he's not getting too angry at the lads, <laughs> um, so this week, I've I've put it down as a pyramid variation. Yeah, I can see. Um, and I think it'll be a nice, it'll be a fun workout. It looks daunting, but it'll be a fun workout. Oh, I, I, think. I must admit, I do like these kind of workouts. It'll it be good. Something. It gives me something to focus on, though. 
so a pyramid workout, generally speaking, is where you, I mean, you can do your pyramids, you can go from sort of, let's say, for instance, um, times, I've done this one based on time, so you could go, you're going to run for five minute interval, four minute interval, three minute interval, you get the idea, yeah. all the way down to one, and then you generally keep your rest periods the same, um, and it's all about sort of working on the intensity and getting the body to do some effort but playing around with your recoveries and then you could do pyramids where you go from five minutes all the way to one minute and then you go back down the other side of the pyramid i've played around with the interval and the rest on this one so what rob's going to be doing and you can try this one yourself is 10 minute warm-up 10 minute cool down sandwiching the workout yeah but the idea is that we're going to basically take you through a pyramid of intensity six minutes five minutes four minutes three minutes two minutes and one minute intervals each of the intervals is going to get progressively quicker isn't it rob yeah you can say that (laughs) (laughs) but then what i've done is i've played around with the recovery because the intensity of the first six minutes is not going to be massively hard that's going to be like almost just a tempo that's like pace i was trying to get for six minutes so it's your half marathon pace yeah and it works nicely because we go for a pace range so we've got half marathon pace yeah we've got sort of like a a, a, i don't know a 10 mile pace a 10k pace a 5k pace a one kilometer pace down to like a 100 meter sprint type pace so you're going through your pace intensities so we should see a nice sort of training effect from pushing your intensity up. After each interval, you have a rest period. Now, because your paces, your intensities are building up, I've saved the longer rest periods towards the end of the workout when your paces get quicker. So the pace is going, you're getting longer. The pace is getting longer, but your rest period is also getting longer. Yeah. So you're going to basically do it like this, six minutes at tempo. You're then going to have a minute of jogging recovery you're then going to have uh five minutes at sort of 10 mile pace but then you'll have two minutes of recovery you're going to do four minutes at like your 10k type of pace and then because you're working a bit harder you'll get a bit longer recovery so you get three minutes we're then going to do three minutes at your sort of 5k pace but again because you're working harder you get more rest and you go all the way down to a longer rest period of five minutes but after that you're doing one minute really sort of as fast as you can but the idea is that i want you to put real effort into your paces try and stay controlled because if you do your five minutes at your 5k pace you're going to blow up yeah so it's all about learning pacing so in a workout we should be learning about pacing we should be learning about control and also making sure that we are asking the body to work hard and, and adapt to the training effect um this is a bit different to where we've put you in with like standing recoveries in the past what we want to try and do is to stay controlled to allow you to jog the recoveries because we don't want your heart rate dropping too low yeah okay so it has the stimulus of a bit like a fart leg run that we spoke about in the was it last episode or the episode before yeah it's episode before then um so it's it's a bit of a an unstructured well it's structured but it, it it lends itself well to a sort of like a fartlek session we're going for a different pace ranges we've got playing around with the intensity of the interval the length of the interval the intensity of the uh, interval gets quicker we sort of don't play around with the rest we want it all to be a nice jogged recovery but we give you more rest for harder work in the interval any questions so I'm not thinking about any questions. But I, it, I, like I say, it's that it looks it looks like a great workout, um, and I think I'll, I'll be able to do it. Don't get me wrong, and I think I'll enjoy it. I think I'll enjoy it. I might not enjoy it when I'm doing it, but I'll enjoy. It. I think thinking about it, I'm enjoying it, and after I'll enjoy it. But yeah, it looks good. Looks good. Looking forward to it. I mean, the good well, thing is when I do a workout. This workout, it, it if you do your paces, bang on average pace is bang on it's un- it's an it's under an hour's worth of training yeah and you know 20 minutes of that is essentially warm up and cool down yeah. you're actually only working hard 
as in your hard efforts on your your intervals, your your working intervals, you're only working for 21 minutes. Yeah. Um, what we want to really do is to make sure that 21 minutes is quality. Yeah. Um, and that's going to give you a really good training stimulus, get the legs developing some speed, get your body used to flushing out lactate, building up that speed endurance over the longer distances, but really sort of asking you, yourself questions. But what do you normally do when you're in a race? With what? In Sorry. terms of your pace? What happens? I, I struggle with my pace. I must admit, I do struggle with my pace. And that's why I was so appreciative on Sunday with Dave, because Dave obviously is, is nailing his pace at the moment and he's, he's getting really good with pace. So but what I, tends I, to happen to most runners as they get through the race, as they go oh, through I, the race? You drop off. I, I, I've, I've done it before. You start off too quick. Yeah. And then you start to burn out and then you can't keep the consistent pace. But what Sorry. you actually want to be doing is doing the opposite, right? You want to build yeah. into a race and you want to end up running quicker negative to achieve split. that negative split. And yeah. what are you doing in this workout? Well, yeah, getting bit, getting quicker. Getting quicker. So it, it's practicing those surges that we spoke about yeah. in, in that fartlek session, but we build, we're building into it so that we are, you know, first the first interval, the six minutes, it should be really comfortable but then you get only a minute's worth of rest and then you're obviously getting quicker. And as we go through the workout, your pace is getting quicker. So again, it's we're teaching the body to understand pacing. We're teaching the body to uh, be controlled over paces. We're asking it to do a training stimulus to do the, you know, the physiological adaptations we want from running. But also what we're doing is we're replicating a race environment to some extent about getting a bit quicker as we go through the workout. So this one on paper, it looks a bit challenging and it should look challenging. Um, your sessions in a week should always give you that sort of special feeling. It should be what you look forward to each week. It's that interest of doing a bit of a hard workout. Um, but I think it's, it's one of those that you will enjoy. I, I would be very, very surprised if anybody, I challenge anybody to do this workout this week. Um, we'll put it up on Instagram. Rob's very good at doing that. Um, I challenge you to do it and tell me that you didn't enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. And watch out, fishermen. I'll be down Central Forest Park. You can ask me how many times you've done that. He's going to put the fish off. He's going to go down to the park, the, down to the lake. He's going to do his pyramid variation and put off the fish. <laughs> and on that note, we're one hour, three minutes in. Let's call it a day. But let's see how. If you like this kind of episode, this length, let us know again. Give us feedback. I'm off to get myself a mother's not well, not myself. I'm off to get Rachel a Mother's Day card tomorrow. So I better go and think about that. I might get it on Moonpig. I'm off. <laughs> See you I'm later. Let me sort myself out. I'm very, I've got some bits. See, this is what I mean. This podcast helping you out as well as helping me out. It is. It is. It's good. <laughs> you like my PA? My, I'm your coach. You're my PA. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you later. See you later.